3: Start
2: your comeback at PurdueGlobal.edu. The am Strong
1: and
4: Geddy my dad and Can I press that bad button? Are we ready to start? One,
1: two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American.
0: Can you believe in miracles?
4: Yes, you can!
2: You know what? We all make mistakes. Second chance, I hope. Okay? I give you America itself!
3: This is Ed McMahon, and
2: now, here's Armstrong and Getty! We all make mistakes. You see that latest actresses is out? He tried her, to get her boozed up when she was 17. In his robe in his room. We all make mistakes. We all try to get high school girls drunk so we can touch them. I think we all believe in second chances. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Live from Studio C. C, your A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today, everybody, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Uh, fire once again. Uh naturally. Plus, uh... Your Chicago Cubs, New York Yankees, Houston Astros, and the Dodgers of Los Angeles—more than ever. Those are your final four teams. So is, yeah, yep. indeed, the league championships are set. Huh. Some great baseball teams playing this year, Jack, in the playoffs, which is kind of the intent. And I think the um, the news is out. NBC News is uh, well. First of all, it's an in- Oxymoron is that the right word? It's a, anyway, those two things don't go together. Mm. NBC is not in commentary. NBC right there. is not a news organization; it is a political arm, as as reported by the Huffington Post. Really? Yes. What? Yes. The Huffington Post is killing NBC News. Hard-hitting conservative journalists, the Huffington Post. Well, I think they actually believe in something, and they're killing NBC News over clearly trying to squash this Harvey Weinstein story. Ah. And uh it was uncontainable, so they've turned on the very hand that's fed them, mm. so I'll well, more on that later, but it's pretty interesting. Saturday Night Live had a skit that got shut down, for instance, on Weinstein. yeah, <clears throat> unbelievable. Lauren Michael's saying it wasn't funny wasn't getting laughs. They didn't run the story when it broke. ABC Evening News ran it. CBS Evening News ran it. All the cable news. Right. NBC didn't run it because the president of NBC News, I'm using my finger quotes, said he's not a nationally known figure. So we didn't figure as was anything anybody was interested in. Wow. Go ahead. Go ahead. Seriously? <laughs> okay. Seriously? Right. You see yeah. how big a story this has been for a week? <laughs> Apparently yes. enough people know about it. <laughs> hey, when I was a kid, there were Woolworths stores, right? And, 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 the, and the Washington Senators. And there are all sorts of things that don't exist now. The Houston Oilers, right? Speaking of Houston, NBC is going away. It's a thing we'll talk about. Used to be there next to the Woolworths store. By the way, that reporter, Ronan Farrow, is he the kid that is actually the son of uh, Frank Sinatra? And Mia Farrow. And not Woody Allen? He looks exactly like a young Frank Sinatra. He does. (laughs) He does not look like a young Woody Allen. Those two people look a lot different, Frank Sinatra and Woody Allen. And uh, he looks a lot more like Frank Sinatra than the one... It's supposedly Leah's dad. I don't know how much you can tell from that sort of thing. Signed, Webb Hubble. <laughs> hey What? Google it. <laughs> okay. Chelsea Clinton's real dad, <laughs> <Wow>. Webb Hubble. <laughs> Chelsea looks exactly <laughs> like <laughs> Webb Hubble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? Yes, you heard me, Hillary. What? You crossed the aisle. Uh-huh. What? Uh-huh. Wow. All right. Wow. Okay. Where'd what? that come from? Man. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Probably having a few drinks over there on a Friday. You doing shots? Good morning. How are you this morning, Michael?
4: Hey, I am doing good. Um, last Sunday, I went over to uh, see a friend of mine I hadn't seen in quite a in quite a few years. He says, hey, it's great. Come on over. We'll watch football. And I got this brand new 65-inch TV and stuff, so I'm all excited to set up. He's got standard definition hooked up to this beautiful high standard definition. Standard What? What? Right.
2: What? Who does that in 2017? God, what I, he's, a, he's a Neanderthal. No, I shouldn't say that. I'm no, a Neanderthal. No. Yes.
0: He spends
4: <laughs> he's like an idiot. $2,000 on this television set, brags he's about a it. Good I, lord. If
2: somebody tries to make you watch standard deaf you have to scream, ow, ow, my eyes are burning. I mean, because come on, seems reasonable. (laughs) Standard
4: definition. He said, "You know, I didn't want to pay the five dollars for the HD signal. I wanted to pull out a five dollar bill from my pocket. Say, call the cable company right now. Here, wow,
2: that's just sixty five inches of blurry standard. Yeah, not good. The visit was short. Might as well watch it on a flip book.
4: (laughs) I can always make new friends."
2: Like a That's guy who walks around listening to music kind a single earbud. I didn't want to pay for the second one. <laughs> wow, what are you doing?
4: There's
3: Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, quite an interesting uh, box office weekend coming up this, uh, this weekend at the Cinemaplex. Three movies that are all somewhat interesting. I don't know how quote-unquote good they will be. Uh, One of them is called Marshall, which I'm only going to assume is about our very own newsman, Marshall Phillips, a biopic about the time when he and fellow lawyer Samuel Friedman defended a black chauffeur charged with the sexual assault and attempted murder of his white employer. We also have uh, Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. This is a movie about the creator of Wonder Woman, who I only find interesting because Wonder Woman has the lasso of truth, where if she ties you up with that, you have to tell the truth. The same man also created and invented the modern polygraph. I find really? That, I find that yeah. to be really interesting. That is mm. interesting. Mm. But the one I am most likely... To see a movie called The Foreigner, starring one Jack Chan. Uh, He's 63 years old. I no longer call him Jackie. He's an adult. Jack Chan. (laughs) Uh, And he is playing a a London businessman who searches for answers after his daughter is taken from him in a terror attack. So we have full-on Jack Chan channeling his inner Liam Neeson, being a 50-, 60-year-old something, and I hope he just goes around karate-kicking a bunch of bad guys in the face. He's had to grow up. By the way,
2: speaking of Wonder Woman, the, uh, the 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 person that plays Wonder Woman now hosted Saturday Night Live last weekend. Gal Gadot. Holy cow! She's a cutie. Wow! I was unaware of her. She's she is a captivating human being. Uh, there's Marshall <laughs> Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
1: Well, speaking of captivating human beings, we got a pair of celebrity musicians' birthdays today. None other than Songbird actress and QVC purveyor of dolls and quilts. Marie Osmond, 58 today. Boy, net-
2: I saw, how how many times has she lost 50 pounds? She's on the TV all the time. Here's me in
3: my big pants. Here, here I am
1: now. <laughs> yeah. Always. She's how old and how, what, how worth how much? 58 today, net worth $17 million. Good for her. 17 mil. Mm. And the one, the only She's singer- a little bit
2: country if you're old enough for
1: that. You probably aren't. The one, the only singer-songwriter, Paul Simon, is 76 today. Wow, Paul. I was just listening to some Paul Simon music uh, just the other day. Pushing 80. Net worth coming in at $55 million. Happy birthday to you.
2: Garfunkel has got a new autobiography out, and I've read part of it, and it's
3: really great. It's I'll really it
2: interesting. Is. If you're into Paul Simon yeah. or that music era at all, it's so damn interesting. Oh, I've got to download that. I've, you know, I've read a number of interviews with Art. He's a really interesting guy. Yeah. A very smart guy. But but he's in- got a... Like a master's in mathematics or something like that. Him and Paul got together when they were, like, 12 years old. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Friday, October the 13th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty. When we approve of this program. My favorite Art Garfunkel thought is that uh, in all the writing that's done about uh, his career with Paul Simon, there's, there's a great deal about you know they're falling out and their their fights in the past. Especially mm-hmm. if people right. write about that, he said, "My God, all the music we we created together, all the time we spent together, and it's the, the fighting's like one percent of it. Why in the world would you mm-hmm. focus on that?" And, uh, and the answer is is that conflict is interesting. And we're seeing it now. You see it every day, all day long in the news. You would imagine we're all just at each other's throats in a full state of raging hate. Everybody hates each other all the time. And it's funny this should come up, he says, having brought it up. Uh, <laughs> my wife showed me a Facebook post on the Armstrong yeah. and Getter listener page last night. There's a construction guy. And he had a, a brand new crew put together to do some project. It was a couple of white guys, a couple of black guys, a Hispanic guy, an Asian guy. And he was struck by the fact that after working together for a couple of days, everybody was getting along great. Everybody's perfectly fine, perfectly comfortable with each other, treating each other with respect. And he says, Where is this perception that we all hate each other coming from? Nobody hates anybody out here. We're all fine. And I thought, you know, that's like all of my relationships. Well, mm-hmm. So come on, everybody. Let's love each other. Plus, when you hear any of the tabloid reports about Jack and my terrible, bitter fights, I mean, angry physical fights. (laughs) I'm the source on those, by (laughs) the way. (laughs) 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 Ignore some of the very good stuff, too. Ignore them, because we've created so much beauty and mirth together. Don't focus on the negative. Let's begin the show now, officially according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. Tree 2000. Slang for
1: a detective. Austin, what is it? Oh, got a dick? No. I know nothing about a dick tree, but there is a gum tree. <laughs> gum Or gumshoe shoe. You pick s- again. I've seen one before.
2: What?
0: <laughs> it's Jeopardy! It's, <laughs> Jeopardy.
2: No, we, it's Jeopardy! We know it's Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> what are, are their headlines, Marshall Son Phillips? A bitch.
1: <laughs> California wildfires Turning out to be the deadliest in the state's history We got Obamacare subsidies stopped And Russians even used Pokemon Go to meddle In the election Oh, no, you dirty cabbies! Details coming up 635 I'm Armstrong now. and Getty Yeah
2: the, the fire continues Fires continues so to be an unbelievable story How does mailbag look? Oh it's very good, it's still taking shape worry, mm, Work in progress, I'm massaging I'm rewriting Hmm, getting the balance of everything just right. Yeah, pretty much, honestly. Clips of the week, looking forward to it. It's on the way. We'll get into the news of the day, huh? Trump dropped a big bomb uh, Obamacare-wise. Rand Paul says it's the biggest move for freedom and health care in a generation. Oh. And he's proud to be uh, associated with Donald Trump. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. What's up, everybody, everybody? We'll bring you up to date on the crazy fire situation. Yeah. Yeah, and the president decertified the Iran deal, which means we'll be at war with Iran at noon today. Uh, Stay tuned for details on that. And did a couple of things that are the, the, the final... okay. Obamacare's going down. It's going to be ugly for a while, but we're oh, taking yeah. it down. Big move. Big, big move there. So, yeah, we'll get to all that stuff and, uh, and mailbag in a couple of minutes. Right now, though, it's t- time to take a fond look back at, well, 80% of the week that was, uh, since we'll update cow at uh, 9.05 this morning. But for now, it's cow Clips of the week.
1: I think they prevented 1,000 deaths, and I think it's important for the American public to understand that. Puerto Rico. We could
0: be heading towards
1: World War III. I'm pleased to report the National Forest Service has dispatched five firefighting crews, four dozers, two strike teams of Type 3 engines, and we recently requested that the Congress uh, would provide an additional 576 million for wildfire suppression expenses. <laughs>
4: Oh, please. I'm not afraid of anyone in show business. I turned down intercourse with Harvey Weinstein on no less than three occasions out of five. I know how former lovers can have a hold over you long after they're gone. In some ways, I'm still pinned under a passed out Harvey Weinstein and it's Thanksgiving.
3: Congratulations, you five ladies no longer have to pretend to be attracted to Harvey Weinstein.
4: To find one place where women were safe, so we Googled sexual harassment
1: Antarctica, and we found this article from five days ago.
4: That is only relevant to this in that it reinforces how hard this was for these women. Because right. he went after them personally in a much more aggressive way, and they talk in this story about a vast machine set up to silence them of legal threats, of PR threats. Uh, that's
2: where this is relevant.
4: I got two guys out today. I'm working the
2: drive through myself. Plus, the mouse is back. So, yeah, that's what I'm dealing with. <laughs> that was a funny joke. Lack <laughs> the setup, though. Jack, would you like to explain the joke? No. So, um, uh, d- did Trump, in effect, end Barack Obama's two biggest accomplishments yesterday? Uh-huh. The Iran nuclear deal and Obamacare. Certainly, Trump, uh- in effect, put, a, put, a, put the halts on both of them. Well, pulled the rug out. Yeah, whether it'll uh, either one will stumble back to its feet and regain its prominence, we shall see. Uh, uh, in the case of the Iran deal, I think it endures. In the case of Obamacare, it was already crumbling. Now it's crumbling faster. Bye Both good bye. Points. Both good points. we'll have uh, experts on experts <clears throat> to enlighten you. Coming up, mailbag. <laughs> Wee-hee. Mm, hi, hi, hi. Uh, Nick in the OC writes. Hey, Joe, which he spells J-O-U-W-E. No, no, it's J-E-A-U-X. Trump knows what he's doing. He's playing his style of politics. He knows his base hates the media, and while it won't actually happen, saying NBC should lose the broadcasting license makes his base feel good and excites them. It's Locker Up all over again. etc. It's just fine. The whole thing will blow over in a week, and when the news and the media gets distracted, Find the newest shiny object. And then you have this note from Tim. If you guys keep twisting yourselves into pretzels trying to defend the cuckoo in the White House, we might have to chip in for a physical therapist. D- dismissing the Vanity Fair article is just another example of the elite media gunning for Trump is some pretty shallow commentary. Is it? Is it? Is it? Given that General Kelly went to the podium yesterday and said all of that stuff in Vanity Fair is crap. The very per- per- person that was the focus of that article in Vanity Fair about how he's depressed and quitting and all this different stuff, he came out yesterday in front of the podium very smiley and happy and said, none of that stuff is true. He said, the mo- one of the most stressful things in my job is to come in every day and have all these news stories that aren't true to have to react to. Right. Right. And then he says inciting Breitbart as a reliable source for Trump's reported views on nukes is laughable, but to each his own. On the plus side, you're both usually good for a chuckle in the AM, and I love to laugh, so thanks for that. Well, Tim, you're good for nothing in the AM, and I'd like to kick in your prostate. How dare you insult us by calling us shallow commentary. You're you're just, sir, sir, you're wrong. Vanity Fair is sometimes completely full of crap, and Breitbart is sometimes right. Not all the time. So is this person? Either, either side. So is this person saying that the defense Secretary of Defense did not come out and say, I was in the meeting, Trump never said that? I have no idea what he's saying, other than what he said. (laughs) Let's see. This is flying under the radar for some reason. Seems like a pretty big deal to me. The last 48 hours of news coverage. And that a couple of major organizations have come out with explosive stories about the White House. And the particulars involved, the Secretary of Defense and the Chief of Staff have come, both very respected people, not seen as partisan hacks or anything like that, came forward and said, it's not true. Right. And it's been ignored, more or less. I didn't see Kelly on anything (laughs) yesterday except Fox. I can only speak for myself. And my uh, disdain for the mainstream media is, is moved into utter contempt at least, you know, for NBC, I won't watch them anymore. There's no point. There are other choices. Karen writes, if what people are saying about high winds causing phone lines and other lines to go down, it's electrical lines, really. Uh, And and spark fires, this is scary. And just the beginning for those residents. The 2007 fires in San Diego were partially caused by uh, San Diego uh, gas and electric power lines going down in a heavy wind. They have acknowledged it. Still, 10 years later, they're trying to charge all the customers for what they spent to repair the down lines. That's the way it works. Unfortunately, the residents will have to deal with crappy people and businesses trying to scam them out of money dealing with the insurance companies and then PG&E. Got to help you. Yeah. Well, that's going to be one hell of a legal battle. All I know is all your little regional electric companies have way lower rates and way better service. And Pacific Gouge and Electric. Oof! Joe's going to come home to a dark house. It's all right. Matches my mood. What time is it? Yeah, we're good. Uh, nice note here from Nancy. Uh, hey, guys, I was in the Girl Scouts some 50 years ago, and even back then we did more than crafts. We went hiking, bows and arrows, camping, horseback riding. I have badges to prove it, loved every minute of it. Wouldn't have wanted boys in my group at that age, even older boys, when I was interested in boys. That would have uh, that would have limited me from doing my best. Would have been more worried about what the boys would think if I didn't do so well or if I did better than them. That's why, you know, uh, unisex math classes do so much better. I don't know what to say about the girl. Boy Scouts having girls in them. Crazy world. Boys are boys and girls are girls. Um, We got a number of texts about that yesterday saying, I was a Girl Scout and we camped. Maybe it depends on the group you're in. I don't know. Uh, Oh, no, you you camp, but you don't do a lot of the really fun, more once you're camping, let's do some fun stuff. stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, the the, the canoeing and, and shooting arrows and the rest of it. And we got a couple of notes from people saying the Girl Scouts is like a political organization now that mostly indoctrinates you into various ways of thinking. Like what? I don't. I didn't give examples. But, you uh, should sell cookies. Liberalism. I couldn't know less about this. So, this is probably my final blast on the topic of the players standing or not standing for the national anthem. I like this note from David in Oregon. Every time the players kneel, stop the anthem. When they finally stand, start it again. <laughs> start. Stop. Start. Stop. They look like idiots. That's the spirit, David. Hey, and back to the Girl Scout, Boy Scout thing, then would, wouldn't the answer be then somebody starts a girls group that does the stuff people are claiming girls want to do or ought to get to do? Sure, they private organizations. As opposed to force the Boy Scouts to take girls? Well, the Boy Scouts want to take girls. Uh, they want the business. Gotcha. They want to grow their organization, which makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So it'll just be a kids' Scouts? Uh, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Marshall's got the latest coming up, and we'll, and we'll get into it. We're gonna get into it, into it. We got a number of funny things too. That's what I want to do. We can make fun of the uh, the president of Iran's big beard. You got a hell of a beard. Hey beard, we're pulling out of the deal. Weird beard. That sort of thing. Hipster when hipster wasn't cool. <laughs> Stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So the FDA changed regulations that um, forced condom makers into a couple of different situations. Hmm. And so now uh, there's a condom company that is come out that is uh, expected to take over the market. Offers 60 different sizes. <laughs> What's the fitting process like? <laughs> there, at, there actually is a, a measuring tape for a length and girth to get the proper fit. Do you go into a, like a tailor? I've got a lot of details on this, but 60 different sizes. Wow. I don't want a lot of details. <laughs> Keep them to so. yourself. That's kind of funny. Uh, is the reason the details are worth it. But that, among other stories, on the way on a Friday. 60? Six, really? 60?
1: Uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, it turns out this week's become the deadliest week of California wildfires in state history. Fires in Northern California killing at least 31 people now. The Sonoma County Sheriff's Office getting about 900 missing persons reports and about 430 are still missing. Those of us who don't read compulsively
2: about history might not get how extraordinary it is that this is the biggest week in California history. Given the fact that in the early part of the 20th century, fire was one of the ways you're most likely to die in an urban or town setting. Right. That was the danger. Uh, the infrastructure was much, much, much less. The, the firefighting capacity was a fraction of what it is right now. And 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 prevention methods were not nearly as sophisticated as they are right now. So the fact that in the 20th century, we have the worst week ever. Is or just, even the 21st century. What did I say? 20th? It's, is it the 21st century? It is. Oh, my God. And we're actually quite a ways into it. That's shocking. We're 17% into it. Stop it. <laughs> but anyway, the fact that yeah. this would occur now is just a measure of how extraordinarily wild and unprecedented
1: these fires are. Yeah. yeah. I said, Oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Sheriff Rob uh, Giordano says uh, that uh, they no longer expect to find people alive in areas that have burned. And they are now moving into a recovery phase. They're going out with crews using cadaver dogs.
2: Identification is going to be hard. So far in the recoveries, we have found bodies that were almost completely intact. And we have found bodies that were nothing more than ash and bones. Wow, that is something. Yeah, grim. Um, yeah, that's the headline in one of the newspapers yeah. over there, ashes and bones. That's that's a hell of a headline. Did you hear about the couple that survived by getting in the pool? Yeah. Yes. Which is a pretty smart idea. Yeah. They couldn't get out, and they both got in the middle of the pool and hung out for six hours? Yep, yep. In the pool, while the Incredible. fire was all around them, burning everything up. You'd just be thinking, I'm going to cook. That—that That is your only option. Yeah. Wow.
1: President Trump is calling the so-called Obamacare law a broken mess after his move that is likely to royal insurance markets. Trump tweeting this morning that piece by piece his administration will begin the process of giving America the great health care it deserves. The White House saying late Thursday it would immediately halt payments to insurers under the Obama-era health care law. The White House said the government can't legally continue to pay the cost-sharing subsidies which help lower co and deductibles for people with lower incomes because they don't have formal authorization from Congress. Now, House and uh, Senate Democratic leaders Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Chuck Schumer released a joint statement calling Trump's action a, quote, spiteful act. uh, Do you have the uh, Rand Paul clip uh, there available? Rand Paul was on the sidelines after Donald Trump had signed into law with executive orders yesterday the uh, allowing Americans to go ahead and team together to set up so-called healthcare associations which he said would be a lot cheaper and would also uh, increase competition. Rand Paul on the sidelines cheering. Today's a big day. President Trump is doing what I believe is the biggest free market reform of healthcare in a generation. This reform, if it works and goes as planned, will allow millions of people to get insurance across state lines at an inexpensive price, I'm very glad to be part of this, and I really want to commend the president for having the boldness and the uh, leadership and the foresight to get this done.
2: That's the guy that uh, the president right. once called too ugly to be up on stage. Right.
1: <laughs> That's paraphrased, but that was yeah. his point. Now, amidst all this, in a post uh, done or pre-done uh, post on his Twitter account today, the president reiterated his off-stated argument, Obama's imploding, and then addressing Democrats, he tweeted that massive subsidy payments to their pet insurance companies has stopped. Dems should call me to fix. End of tweet.
2: Craig, the Obamacare lawyer coming up on the show. Also, uh, Lion Ted Cruz, who's got some comments on it in the news, making some interesting points about insurance company profits under Obamacare, which have been extraordinary. By the way, Marshall, I see yes. you've sided with the most liberal of media. Even NPR this morning said the subsidies go to lower and middle income people because you can have two and a half times the the level of income of the poverty line, two and a half times, and still get the subsidies. There are there are folks making six figures who are getting, with the family, uh-huh. who are getting subsidies. It's it's well, it's it's socialism.
1: As a lot of air in favor of, you get to be. As it turns out, the Russians didn't just use Facebook and Twitter to meddle in American politics this last presidential election. A CNN investigation of a Russian-linked account reports they also utilized YouTube, Tumblr, and Pokemon Go. Russian trolling farms created campaigns like "Don't Shoot Us," posing as part of the Black Lives Matter movement. And on Pokemon Go, they had a contest that told participants to find and train Pokemon near locations where alleged incidents of police brutality had taken place. Users were also uh, told to name their Pokemon after victims of alleged police brutality, and winners would get Amazon gift cards.
2: God, I hope we're a tenth as good at fighting back against the Russians as they are at sowing discord in our country. They are really good at it positive sean are you now or have you ever been a tool of vladimir putin
3: no as a pokemon player i
2: remind you you are under oath son
3: (laughs) Uh, i restate the uh, the aforementioned response of no that is a negative that is something pokemon go
2: to the polls
1: (laughs) pokemon go to the kremlin that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Yeah, we
2: got another example of what they were doing to, uh, and it's pretty old-fashioned and just smart, of what the Russians were doing to uh, cause problems. We'll get that to you. And I got the condom story that is absolutely going to change the world of condoms. Pokemon, the whole thing's from Russia, isn't it, Sean? Isn't that a Russian company? (laughs) No, I believe it's Japanese. Japan, right across the Sea of Japan from what country? China! (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show. How the Weinstein Company actually profited, profited every time he got involved in a sexual harassment suit. Seriously? The way his contract was set up, yes. Wow. Okay. Pretty weird. So we'll talk about that later. And in just a few minutes, change in the FDA, way they regulate condoms. It's it's about to be the golden age of condoms. Wow. Wow. And on a troubling and uh, related note to the Harvey Weinstein thing, if we get to it, it's not a very Friday-ish topic, but correspondents continue to come in from folks uh, reporting on how they dealt with severe harassment up to and including rape. And I will tell you this, the idea that uh, when a crime of that nature takes place, it m- is immediately reported, and everybody feels the same way about it, and and uh, you've got to have the person fired, blah, 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 Just there are a lot of different ways to react to sexual harassment, uh, groping, sexual assault, and rape. And different people see it different ways. All right. And, and react to it in different ways. So, And sometimes very troubling ways. I look forward to getting into that. Um, Because that's pretty interesting psychologically and probably something we all need to know. Um, so I wanted to hit you with this. This is another way in which the Russians were meddling with not just our election, but but our the fabric of our society, which is more troubling than just messing with an election. How about this? You also found Russian linked groups were trying to organize their own Black Lives Matter protests in the U.S. Explain that, Dylan.
4: Yeah, that's right. So, uh, after all of these sort of you know digital platforms, social media efforts, some of these people reached out to journalists, reached out to editors at local newspapers to try and tell them about protests that were happening. They also advertised protests on these social media platforms to effectively get people to go out in the real world and protest. And and what that speaks to, you know, on this issue, it was Black Lives Matter it could have very well been with other issues they were pushing whether it was gun rights whether it was lgbtq issues anything that could drive a wedge between americans anything that could sow discord giving the impression that america is in a state of chaos before during after the presidential uh, election all of it is is sort of geared towards that and, and you know we we've spoken to some of these journalists who worked at these papers and they said these people reached out to them they had no idea who these people were they could only correspond with them you know via email they thought these were black activists they were actually trolls in russia
2: that is unbelievable so they'd get they would call up the media and say hey big black lives matter thing down at uh, central park at four o'clock on saturday then they go to all the people and say did you hear the black and then they would all come together and there they go and then they would invent a couple of quotes from white people about you know blah 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 black people blah 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 don't matter blah, blah 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 and then then watch it all unfold yeah and you know that that happened around the gun issue and a variety of different things. Boy, the more you learn about Russia's and the Soviets, you know, same thing. Uh, active measures through the 20th century into this one. It's it's amazing. It's really, really interesting, too. It's, you know, it's a, it's a weird part of statecraft, but I get it. And, and the fact that... Is the president still kind of denying that it's happening at all? I don't know. That's so weird. I think so. So, um... You know who's the president? The guy from TV. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the hotel guy. Yeah. The Hilton guy? No. Trump. Oh,
3: what? From The Apprentice
2: Show. So, because we're a crazy country, the FDA has been regulating condoms forever. The reason condoms have not gotten better like everything else in the world is the FDA had, a reg- had these strict regulations. And so no company could get into the, into the business of, of marketing them, really, for a whole bunch of you-got-to-meet-FDA-guidelines reasons. Oh, boy. And because it's considered a health product. So it's the same as trying to get a drug approved, trying to get you know your new condom going out there. Mm. And that's why the technology hasn't changed much since the 1800s around condoms. Um, I what, know, how's it going to change? What do you want? Lights on there? Or, uh, what they figured out is... play a happy tune? One of the reasons a lot of guys don't use condoms, and there's some statistics here saying that almost all men don't like them and a lot of men don't use them and that sort of thing, is that they're, t- they, they're too big. <laughs> it's, it's been the complaint among most men. Well, that's and, too bad. <laughs> until recently, the FDA mandated that a condom had to be at least 6.7 inches long when the average erect penis is a full inch shorter than that. So the FDA mandated it be this long when the average person is not even close. Maybe the FDA guy was all insecure and we're saying, oh yeah, mine's got to be at least seven inches. Oh yeah. So the the hearings. (laughs) See, I wasn't going to get into childish comments about the size of genitalia.
0: Oh, please.
2: (laughs) This is a medical issue and I was going to approach it as a a doctor or scientist would. Yeah, right. Not a sophomore in high school. (laughs) All right. So this new company is out. One perfect fit. They've got sixty different sizes, and this is got to be a huge step forward. Comes in lengths of four point nine to nine point four circumferences, three and a half to five, and you combine that. They got all these different sizes. Uh, a combination of ten lengths and nine circumferences, so, and and there's a way to measure yourself now to avoid having some sort of stigma, I guess, as opposed to you're uh you know you're you're blank by blank. Um, they just put letters and numbers, so you're an E ninety nine and a Z twenty two or whatever. They've got mm. these measuring devices, so you don't have
3: to buy the petite condom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, small. it's not just
2: yeah, it's not just labeled as extra small. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're an E ninety nine Z Z twenty two or whatever to get exactly right. And this is well, a, we're entering the golden age of the condom. Wow. So you're
3: supposed to just. Is it like a, a kit I can mail it home to me? Like, do I just do it in the aisle when I'm... <laughs> yes, you do it in the aisle. Oh, they have a little device right there in the aisle.
2: You Every drugstore will be you, equipped with it. You, you got your blood pressure thing you can sit down at. <laughs> you got your penis measuring thing. Well, and it's obviously you need to be... So you go over to the magazine aisle and you grab a glamour magazine right. like George Costanza. That's the best they <laughs> got. And, uh, and then you go over and measure yourself. Make sure you don't accidentally use the blood pressure cuff. Because that's going to really bother the oldsters. Oh, boy.
3: <laughs>
2: That's something, though. The actual uh, 60 different sizes. And now we're going to break down the Iran deal. Who yes. would listen to this? Nobody. <laughs> Who wants both of those things? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly how. You obviously, you want to measure before you buy them, so I don't know how that works. Well, you get on the website. I'm sure they break mm-hmm. it down for you. More to come on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: But if life changes, you can return it any time or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's
4: better at errands.
0: Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.
4: All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts.